0: One, two. <clears throat> yup. When it's the end of the weekend, but not quite the end of the weekend. Check it out. It is what it is. You got my feeling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Holy Commutes Podcast Morning Radio Show. The only show in Wiffleball that gives you daily content from around our sport. My name is Sam Skibby, and welcome to your first Thursday edition for season 15 of Holy Commutes. I seem to always say this every time that I host one of these podcasts, but back many years ago, I came up with this brainchild of this idea behind Holy Commutes. I never thought that we would have reached 15 seasons and it would have been so well received from around the Wiffle world. So I thank you all for listening to all of us, you know, starting off as the Cooks mentioned the lineup, but I'm gonna say it again. Starting off on Mondays with the Cooks is always really special. And they started us off with a fantastic breakdown of the Drop 100 and some of the decisions that they made, followed by Tim Dean, talking about the state tournament once again after the World Baseball Classic success and what an amazing tournament that would be if we could ever get it off the ground. And then the Steffes brothers of course always a hard act to follow and I will actually be at the beginning of your Thursday editions. We're going to do kind of a Missouri mashup and for season 15. I'll be your first host this Thursday. Followed by Cam Smith next week, and then Jason Wurstenholm going to make his debut for the Holy Commutes. Always a fun listen, and I think you'll enjoy what he has to say on the third Thursday. And then all three of us are gonna come on for a special ending of the season 15 Thursdays. And all of ours are gonna, at least mine, and then the Thursday one at the end are going to center around predictions. And Predictions come in all shapes and forms. I'm gonna start on one end of it and predictions in life are so hard to predict. And you never know where life is gonna take you. Uh, For those of you that don't know, I recently left teaching. I was one of the whifflers that was in education. Uh, I was a music teacher for 13 years and then a PE teacher my last year and I actually joined National Geographic Learning, so I'm actually going to be selling educational curriculum. Still staying in the educational realm, but I am excited to for this new chapter in my life. I never thought I would leave teaching, but that's why life is so hard to predict. Now I'm working from home, and I'm actually recording this podcast on Wednesday evening, the day before this is being released, but I'm recording it from my home office. So working from home, a little bit of travel here and there, but. Cool opportunity that I'm really excited to take hold of. On the wiffle ball side of things, this past year in 2022, the SWBL, our medium pitch league here in St. Louis, had its 20th season of wiffle ball. And this year we are heading into our 21st season. I mean, our wiffle ball league is old enough to buy alcohol. It's wild when you go to the grocery store and you always see the the date that is on for when you can purchase alcohol at the checkout lane. And you see 2003 now, and it makes you remember back in 2003 when we started this Wiffleball League, and now it's wild to me that people that were born in 2003 are beginning to have their birthdays so that they can turn 21 and buy alcohol. So our yes, our Wiffleball League is old enough to buy alcohol. And we are heading into our 21st season, but I don't think we ever would have predicted back in two thousand three that Wiffle Ball League would have lasted this long. And we went through some adaptions, some changes here and there, but overall it's just a wild concept that this game has brought us closer together. Met some incredible people along the way, starting, you know, back in two thousand twelve when we had the NWA tournament start. We we were a inaugural league in that first tournament. So it is a it's exciting to see where this sport is headed and that our little league of 20 years going into 21 has made a small impact in the community there are other leagues that are also coming coming up to their twentieth season of wiffle ball, and I wanted to give a big shout out to them: Backyard Wiffle Ball League in Pennsylvania, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and Kevin Sickle. This is their twentieth season, um, along with the HRL Twin Cities, and that both those leagues have a rich history as well. And I'm excited to see that, and I would give advice to both those leagues and tell them hey you know take hold of this year it's only going to happen once and yeah every five years you might have another anniversary season like 25 and 30 but it's a rare feat that kind of leagues make it to this point point. and they've done it being full summer leagues the whole time I know we had to switch to just Memorial Day we started off as a full summer league and but what they have done is incredible so to get to the 20th season in their minds it isn't an incredible feat. So congratulations to BWBL and HRL as they head into their 20th season of Wiffleball. I will definitely be following this year and in the future. Now let's get back to, you know, the predictions of it all. You know, obviously life is hard to predict. Obviously leagues fold all the time. You never know how you're going to predict if a Wiffleball league will make it that far and like BWBL or HRL or the SWBL. But The bold predictions that you can make in Wiffleball are always fun. We're in April. This is the time where we can look into a season on paper and predict what might happen. And probably 80% of the time, 90% of the time, we're always wrong. I mean, look at this year's NCAA March Madness Tournament. I don't think anybody had this Final Four and you know i had a, i think i knew a few people that had yukon winning but yeah my bracket was busted from the beginning had a pool with my new company and got 65th place so not a very good showing for my first year but that is one of the hardest things to predict wiffleball we know a little bit more about we can kind of make those predictions with the players and the teams that we know and it's always fun to make those predictions a lot of leagues have their own prediction shows you know the SWBL here the MoWiff here that i play in we have our predictions as well and they it's always fun to make those predictions. So I thought that I would center my podcast around predictions because on the final week for the Missouri mashup on Thursdays, myself, Cam Smith, and Jason Worstenholm are actually going to make league-wide predictions. So we are going to predict from a bunch of high-profile leagues around the country, we're gonna predict the two teams that will make the championship, and then we are going to pick a winner. We're gonna do that for leagues, and we're gonna do that for some of the major tournaments. And we're excited to kind of do that at the end of the month, but I thought I would start our month off with some bold predictions, and all of my, my bold predictions are centered around the theme back to back. I have eight predictions for you all this morning as you drive to work on this Thursday for Holy Commute season 15 for the first week of season 15 and I'm going to start in Missouri and I have three to start off in Missouri. My first one is going to be an SWBL one. The SWBL Yankees had an incredible season last year and I don't see them slowing down. Gus Gibby was the second ever player to win MVP and Cy Whiffle in the SWBL. And he's one of the best medium pitch players in the country. And I believe that the SWBL Yankees will win back-to-back championships. It's hard to do in our league. And this would be the second time in three years that the number one preseason curse is broken. So the Twins broke it a couple years ago when they were pre-ranked number one. And now I believe the Yankees with Gus Skibbe, Kevin and Scott Poley, and Sam Bakula will again break the curse and be the champions of the SWBL. I'll move to MoWiff. I have a couple for MoWiff, and the Missouri Wiffball League has been doing some incredible things. They're heading heading into their third season, and if you haven't known, Cam Smith's Bombers have won back-to-back championships and my prediction is that they will make the playoffs, but this back-to-back champion group will lose in the first round of playoffs. So my bold prediction is it's hard to bet against the Bombers because nobody has beat Cam in a playoff series yet. People have gotten close, specifically our team, The Mojo, but nobody's gotten close. But I believe that they will lose in the first round this year in the MOIF playoffs for season three, and they will not 3 also, another MoWiff one that's kind of fun is my brother Gus is actually going to be making his debut in MoWiff tonight. So if you listen to this on your morning or your afternoon commute, and you want to watch some Wiffleball tonight, MoWiff will kick off at six o'clock, and at the eight and nine series, we will have the Mojo versus the Empire, and Gus Gibby will make his debut on the mound and at the plate for the Missouri Wiffleball League. My prediction for tonight is that my brother and I are batting back-to-back in the lineup and some point tonight we will have back-to-back home runs. Hard to do individual predictions like that, but that's going to be my prediction for tonight. So head on to the uh, Facebook Live or the YouTube for MoWiF and see if you can uh, make fun of me if it doesn't work out or see if my prediction does pan out for Gus and I to go back-to-back against the Empire tonight. That'll do it for Missouri. I'm going to head on to some more national side of things. And my first one is actually going to be the MLW, the most prolific wiffleball league in the history of wiffle has done so much for our sport. And the Diamondbacks, Jimmy Norp's team, has gone back-to-back. And I assume as hard as it is to go back-to-back in any league, the MLW seems to be one of those that is very difficult to go back-to-back in. And my bold prediction for the Diamondbacks is is I love you, Jimmy, and I love you, Jonah. Love you, Trey Flood, love Shima, all those guys, but they will not make the playoffs in 2023. Yes, my bold prediction for MLW is to bet against Jimmy Norp, which you never probably should do, And but that league i think is only going to get better and i don't know if jimmy's going to add another piece they went five and ten last year in 2022 i love following the mlw watch all their games watch all their videos and they squeaked into the playoffs and got hot i think the rest of the league needs to band together and don't let jimmy north back in the playoffs i think that has to be the goal and i think all the teams do work together and they make sure that doesn't happen, so that the Diamondbacks do not make playoffs in 2023. My bold prediction. Don't hate me, Jimmy. All right, moving on. Let's go on to some of the big national tournaments. This one's kind of a combo with the national turn, the NCT, actually the WCT, the World Championships. Uh, but UIFs juggernauts have gone back to back, and they are looking to three-peat. They are definitely the number one team in the country the past two years, looking to three-peat, and they're only getting stronger. But I believe that they will run short and lose in the Elite Eight. I'm going to predict that there's going to be something that goes on with the bracket and it just so happens they're going to be playing another fantastic team and they lose in a barn burner of a game and just barely and they lose in the Elite Eight before even making it back to the Final Four. So the back-to-back juggernauts will come up short in 2023 at UFS this October is my bold prediction. But I also believe, and this is the the combo here, I believe that the Jugs will do a three-peat in Maw. I believe that they will go back to back again in Maw and win the outright championship. So I do believe the Juggernauts will win the mid-Atlantic Wiffleball League again, but they will lose in the Elite Eight. Of UIF. Speaking of UWIF, I want to do the Home Run Derby and give a big shout out to Grant Miller. Grant Miller is going to win back-to-back derbies if he participates again at UF. He's just that good. He is, in my opinion, one of the best hitters in the sport. I know many people will agree with that. It's not a hot take that he's one of the best hitters in the sport. But there's so many great hitters and so many great derby hitters as well. It's hard to bet against Jordan Robles, who has gone back-to-back in this. But I think Grant Miller is going to go back-to-back. And that means we will have back-to-back, back-to-back Home Run Derby champions with Jordan Robles and Grant Miller in the four years of UF. So Grant Miller is my back-to-back Home Run Derby champion. And then my final one for you is an NWLA tournament prediction. And as you all know, the NWLA tournament is heading back to Pennsylvania. And Jacob Davis is going to put on a great show for us again. And then the year after, it's going to be in the Twin Cities. The HRL is going to get to host it in Minnesota. So we're going to have an East Coast and then back to the Midwest. And then we'll probably head back to the East Coast three years down the line. But the NWA tournament is going to continue to grow. And we hope to see everybody out there in July this summer for the NWA tournament. My prediction for the NWA tournament is we have the exact same two championship appearances from the SWBL and the CCW in the finals of the NWLA tournament and here's the interesting part of this. Yes the SWBL is my own team and I'm confident in our abilities but I believe that we will actually be the ones that make it out of the winner's bracket this year and then subsequently become the first ever NWLA team to lose back-to-back games in the finals. So CCW will come back from the losers bracket, putting SWBL in the history books as the only team to lose from the winners bracket. Yes, in all the years of the NWA tournament, the team that has won in the winners bracket has always won the championship. So even if they lost the first game, that team always comes back to win the second game. And it hasn't happened a lot that a team has had to force that second game in the finals of the double elimination tournament. But when it does, the winner's bracket team always wins. Now, I predict that my team will be the first team ever that makes it to the championship in the winner's bracket. But CCW will come back from the loser's bracket and they will win back-to-back finals against the SWBL Cardinals. That Will Smithy, Reed Warner is just hard to match up against. And I believe we will just get just short. We will just be tired enough that they will beat us in back-to-back games. So that's a bold prediction for sure to end for the NWA tournament. But I want to thank everybody again for listening to my bold predictions. When this comes out on Twitter, you know, put in, put out your bull predictions for 2023. I want to hear all about them. There's always some fun ones that we can create and see what people's thinkings are going on as we head into this great season of Wiffleball. That'll do it for your first Thursday edition of season 15 of the Holy Commutes podcast. The only show in our sport that gives you daily Wiffle content from around the Wiffle world, a multi-time podcast of the year winner is this Holy Commutes for National Wiffle. I want to thank all of our hosts as well. The Cooks on Monday, you have Tim Dean on Texas Tim on Tuesday, Steffis Brothers on Wednesdays, and then the Missouri mashup. I want to thank Cam Smith and Jason Worstenholm coming up the next two weeks. And then your Fridays, Josh Smith is back, the greatest planner and sounds almost like I'm listening to NPR. It's so professionally done. So always fun to hear what Josh Smith has to say on the airwaves in our great sport. Thank you to all the listeners again for sticking with us week after week, month after month, day after day in this holy commutes project and don't forget to follow us on twitter that's at holy commutes holy with an e my name is sam skibby tomorrow's josh smith and we thank you for listening to holy commutes enjoy your work day everyone only one more day until the weekend